0: Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance podcast. This is day 16 of the Anchored Wives Prayer, reading Psalm 119 slowly but surely every single day. And it's been really good. It's been very fruitful to, well, it's always fruitful to be in the word of God. And um, for me personally, it has really turned my attention to the heart of my husband. And that has really helped me to, you know, if I still have to dress, um, you know, honey, if you can pick up the kids and take them here. So the daily monotonous tasks, but those have been drowned out by my thinking of prayer. So with that being said, I really was encouraged that prayer is, is such a great tool. And it's not even just a tool, but it's, it's just such a great uh, gift which is a tool and i don't know that i've i've looked at it like that i mean yes and no i guess but um so this has been a process and this is really a journey when you know when you when you walk with the lord um each and every day we die to ourselves and we find revelation from the holy spirit and activate that and there's some things that we let go and some things that we develop in new way of seeing things right and that has been my process and I don't know what it's been like for you with praying if you've been praying if you just now joining welcome friend thank you so much for joining this is an anchored wife's prayer and what it is is we are cultivating courageous marriages and really having a heart for our husband especially in those marriages where it's like I'm really at my wit's end I don't know what else to do um, and, and being overwhelmed in that state of anger Or if it is just kind of this monotonous busy season with the kids and with jobs, et cetera, or even if it's going great. But um, the great mountaintop has become so much of the focus and we've lost the focus of of the heart of our husband instead of just bigger, faster, more, you know, almost like a running partner. I don't know about you, but for my husband, I feel like we can tackle so much together like we're great partners, we're great Um, parents, but we're not so great in our marriage in certain seasons. And this prayer has been a a time to slow down and to reorient ourselves. So that has been really good. So today I'm reading uh, for day 16, I'm reading Psalm 119 and I am reading verses 83 through 88. Though I have become like a wineskin dried by smoke, I do not forget your statutes. How many days must your servant wait? When will you execute judgment on my persecutors? The arrogant have dug pits for me. They violate your instruction. All your commands are true. People persecute me with lies. Help me they almost ended my life on earth, but I did not abandon your precepts. Give me life in accordance with your faithful love, and I will obey the decree you have spoken. Verse 88, give me life. And it's like a plea, you know, in verse 86, help me, another plea. Um, really seeing God not just anymore is, Help me, um, you know, as an assistant, and let's check this box together. But now God is the source. And, I mean, honestly, that's been the heart of this um, psalmist from the very beginning, from the first verse all the way now to verse 88. And that panting after God, that wanting, that hoping in God, and where God is an answer to every need, really almost like that, that shepherd. I mean, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. But... Um, but even if i'm thinking about psalm 23 and he's he's the shepherd i sh- i shall not want but in terms of verse 88 praying for our husbands i wonder if your husband connects his life to jesus christ does is there a dot connection and not i pass away from earth and i go to heaven that's i mean salvation is 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 key it's imperative but Beyond that too, not let me just pray this sinner's prayer, go to heaven, live however I want on earth, but then when I die, I go to heaven. But it's my life being transformed here where Jesus is my life. He's my sustenance. He's that cup of water that I need in this dry desert caught earth. That's a big difference to me of, let me, again, just wall out here, live far, far from the Lord here. And, you know, whenever Jesus comes, cool, or if I, you know, pass away at the end, late, late in life, I'll go to heaven. And I, I think we really get it wrong like that. We, we really do. Um, Jesus is, we're supposed to do every day. Our husbands should be doing every day with Jesus. We should be doing every day with Jesus. And I want to really pray that that's the mindset. That it's not seeing God as a helpmate to get this certain status or promotion or season of life done or accomplishment or something, but God, you are my breath. You're my life. Jesus says in John 14:6. I mean, he makes it 100% clear. That he is the bridge; that there is no other way to heaven, to any an, an eternal um, presence with God. Everybody has an eternity somewhere, and it's just a matter of where you're going to be. And unlike popular opinion, it's that's unfortunately a lie. There is only one way, and that doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't love our husbands who are not saved. It just means that there is only one way. He's still, he's a God of love and justice. He's both. And there are sins that we can never pay and cover that we need Jesus to bridge us and to cover us and our husbands. But Jesus says in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one, I mean I don't know how much more clear he can make that no one can come to the father except through me. So when I when I was reading this and praying through this I was thinking, well, give me life in accordance with your faithful love and I will obey the decree you have spoken. So Jesus has given this this ticket. This is a a one-way ticket he's given he's extended this invitation to everybody. But This ticket is a ticket to a narrow path. It's a ticket to inside out change. It's a ticket to transformation, to look more like him. It's a ticket to dying daily. It's a, you know, there's other things tied to it. There is a cost to following Jesus. But when Jesus is your life, you're willing to take that cost. You're willing, no matter what, is that the heart of your husband's and and if not today man there is nothing impossible with god and i and i really want to pray that so let's pray thank you so much jesus for your covering your providing your rescue plan your mission that You designed from the very beginning with God. Thank you for that. You love us that much, that you raised your arm. You and God just collectively, and you raised your arm and decided that it would be you that would go because you loved us that much. You love me. You love all of the ladies that are listening. You love our husbands, if there's husbands, God. What humility. What humility, God. And we, therefore, want to follow and emulate that. We want to obey. We desperately want to obey and to follow you with everything we have. Nothing else matters, Father God, but you. And you're our life. You're not just someone time goal one way one assistant to this plan that i have for my life god i'm going to die daily my friends here are going to die daily we want our husbands to die daily die in the moment die minute by minute if necessary god please help our husbands to open their eyes we just pray for a revelation of you god however you're going to win them we're believing for that at this very moment However, if, if, if they're already one, however it is that you're going to go deeper with them, God, we believe that today and we're praying that, God, we want our husbands to have hearts that are one. We want them to have hearts that are surrendered. We want them to connect their life to following you completely, entirely, hands open, hearts turned. And we're so grateful, God, for the pace that this will set for our homes and our marriages, for us to be able to follow better as helpmates. We love you, Jesus. Thank you so much for your sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen.